If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. Oh, we're having an R. Kelly moment, are we? WABC. MJ brings us back. Uh, talking to the Tenderonis. Yeah, 30 years, R. Kelly. And he's still got another trial that he's got to face. On the line with us, the telephone line is one of the rising stars in Congress. But first... We have to revise and extend the remarks of our very own Bob Brown. And here he is. Well, you know what? There's an old rule in broadcasting. If you make a mistake on the air, you shouldn't bring it up again. But you have to bring it up here because our, our, our listeners deserve it. I said alternate side parking rules were suspended. They are, in fact, in effect. My apologies. No worries. Thank you, Bob. And we're glad for the clarification. Now, Byron Donalds, one of the big stars in our Republican Congress, well, in the Republican Congress, rising star. If you don't know who he is, I urge you to look him up, and you can find videos of him speaking everywhere. Just brilliant. Byron, welcome. How are you this afternoon, Congressman? Man, it's good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Great to be on the show with the great Bo Snurley. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, I have in my life not seen the kind of vitriol, Congressman, that uh, is being hurled at especially black people who disagree with this Roe versus Wade uh, decision from the Supreme Court and also Casey. Uh, Justice Thomas has been subject on social media to being called the N-word, and and there's an actress who spoke up pro-life. They're also calling her the N-word and carrying on. Have you seen the kind of anger and vitriol from the left? We have, uh, I mentioned earlier in the show today, there are district attorneys now, dozens of them, across the United States that say, well, just forget it, we're not gonna def- we're, we are not going to follow the law here. What have you, what is your take after this decision? Well, a couple of things. I think first for the people who've gone to Twitter, Facebook, or wherever else to either demean or character assassinate Clarence Thomas, my my real thoughts to you is yelling up with a bunch of cowards because I know you wouldn't do it to the man directly to his face because you just don't have that level of courage. I think that people who feel that their, their only response is to vilify a human being without even knowing them, you know, those are the people who love to talk tough when nobody's around, but when somebody challenges them, they're quick to leave the room. So I don't pay much attention to those people. And I'll also say to those folks that they really have an issue that strongly, you know, they can come to Capitol Hill. They can come find me. We'll have a great conversation, but I know they won't say anything to me because I'm much bigger than most of them. So that's number one. Number two, more importantly, I think the issue you have is that the Supreme Court, led by Justice Thomas and by Justice Alito, mind you, Right. Actually did the right thing. 
what they did is said that the Supreme Court never had the authority for Roe v. Wade. Number two, Roe v. Wade was a terrible decision. It was a dumb decision. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said it was a terrible decision, even though she likes the outcome of the decision. But the thing that's most important is for the political party who says they're constantly trying to save democracy, this actually puts abortion in the hands of the people in the various states. It actually increases democracy with respect to the most polarizing issue in the United States, which is abortion. It's been the most polarizing. It hasn't changed. Getting rid of Roe v. Wade actually puts the power in the hands of the people in their individual states. But the reason why the left is so upset is because they don't believe in democracy. What they want is the court to uphold their ideas, regardless of the viewpoints of the American people. One of the things that we have seen is an uptick in violence. That violence toward pregnancy centers and toward other pro-rights organizations has been met with silence from the left. Does, if Republicans are successful in November in taking back the House and holding on to the Senate, do you think we'll see legislation or any move to protect people from this violence? Um, I think... I'm not quite sure about legislation. I think that part's possible. There'll definitely be investigations. And what I mean by that is, is that if you have local law enforcement that's not actually doing its job protecting these areas, well, then there needs to be hearings on that. We need to get to the bottom of that. At the state, at the state level, in these state legislatures, these members of the legislature need to do their job and make sure that their enforcement agencies are doing the job protecting everybody, not just picking and choosing based upon politics. From the federal level, it's not totally clear where the FBI falls into this or the Department of Justice. But the only thing I'll say that if Merrick Garland thinks it's cool to investigate parents, they should be investigating uh, what's happening to these pregnancy resource centers that are actually trying to help women, you know, do the natural thing, which is give birth to their babies. The Department of Justice definitely needs to look at it. And if they're not looking at it, then in Congress, we should make them look at it. Now, Representative, I know you and your wife are very active when it comes to education and charter schools. There was a ruling that this Supreme Court made that actually will allow parents to have a greater freedom where they want to send their children. If it's to a charter school that happens to have a religious orientation, it's okay. They have the freedom to do that. Uh, The Biden administration has been openly hostile to charter schools. How do you view what the court ruled in that instance? Well, what the court did was the best decision. and That was one of the two decisions that dealt with this fallacy of separation between church and state. I know that in the New York Times and on CNN, the separation of church and state is akin to abortion policy. But the truth of the matter is it's not in the Constitution. It never was in the Constitution. The justice that brought up separation between church and state is a gentleman named Hugo Black, who was a lawyer for the Klan and hated the Catholic Church. That's where this separation between church and state came from with respect to Supreme Court dogma. So I think what the, what the court did in the main decision was say, listen, if you're going to fund schools, you do not have the ability to, to ignore religious schools. That's unconstitutional. Somebody going to a religious school and being funded with tax dollars is not the state supporting a religion, quote-unquote, because what the Constitution does say is that the federal government cannot put forward a national religion. That's what that, that's what that contents mean. 
that they can't put forward one religion, but it doesn't mean that states can't fund a bunch of religious schools that are not going to become the primary, quote unquote, religion of the state. That's actually that actually is allowed to happen. There's not a national church of the state of Florida or the state of Maine. But if those states want to have tax dollars go to children being educated in those schools, that is perfectly allowable and it's actually protected under the Constitution. So I think it's a great decision. The problem is you got people on the left who don't want religion at all. That goes to the other court, the case with the coach who was just basically praying after the football game. They want to get rid of religion out of the public square. They don't have an understanding that religion has always been a part of the public square because the way our country works and our laws work is that it requires, in some respects, of people who have a Judeo-Christian ethic because the Judeo-Christian ethic actually has respect for authority and respect for the rule of law. Representative Donald, listen, folks, you are if you are new to this representative, I, again, urge you to take the time to just do a little research and go look at some of the work that he has done. This is your first term. What have you, are you discouraged after your, your first term in Congress, you have been in the quote-unquote minority. How have you fared this term? Do you find it discouraging? Are you still have the same fire in your belly to be in Congress as you did when you ran? What, what, what is your take after spending one term in office? Well, my first take is that Nancy Pelosi needs to go. I mean, look, the speaker, the current speaker of the House is not focused on the issues that the American people are concerned about. Inflation, the economy, gas prices, the crisis at the southern border, um, you know, foreign policy issues. She's so concerned with trying to get Donald Trump, which I think is the is the most ridiculous thing in the world at this point. Um, so, so that's number one. It's been disheartening to see the House run under her speakership. Um, but I still have the passion because we have real solutions to fix a lot of the issues in our country. Like, we can actually fix our energy system. We can actually move towards lower emissions if that's what people want to do. We can do, we can do that. We can have a sound economy. We can have really good supply chains. Uh, we can secure our southern border. We can actually get our education system back on its feet. But you got to have policies and solutions. And I think the thing that's most heartening about Congress is that you have an old guard that's been in Washington far too long, that's more concerned about their power, their authority, the way Washington works, as opposed to the way government should be working on behalf of the people. But I still have the, the passion to get the job done, so I'm not going anywhere. Wow. Awesome to hear from you. Please come back, Representative Byron Donalds from Florida. And I hope that uh, if Republicans do end up in the majority, that you are quickly elevated into leadership. I don't know anybody that can articulate the Republican platform, the conservative platform, better than you can. Thank you for being with us. Anytime. Thanks for having me. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, coming back. Your call's coming up after this. Don't go away. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on 77 WABC. 